Hey, it's Brian, and welcome to TPN The Walk-On. Today's episode, we talk about the rematch of the year in college football, Notre Dame versus Clemson. Joel helps me choose Cleveland baseball's new name, and we go over NFL Week 15 bets. And now, from the remote bet bunker in Brooklyn, here is your host, Joel Wolkowski. That's right. It is a spring break edition of TPN, The Walk-On, right here on the Props Network. I am so glad to be here with you guys on this spring break Monday spring. afternoon. I am Joel Wolkowski. I put the walk in walk-on, and I put the talk in all things sports and comedy, even when I'm down here at Cancun Central. And over there, he's not in the John Wilkes this week. He's actually sitting on top of a lot of tensions right now. We have the good guy himself, Brian Allen Mitchell. Um, Spring break 2020, bro. Spring break 2020. Yeah, I am a college student. I'm putting off studying for finals. And you know what? I'm just fast forwarding. I'm I'm on the beach, me and you, Punta Vallista. I don't like I don't like Mexico, but spring break, we like Mexico. And I think I'm a backwards hat guy. I've gone backwards. I've regret. I, I've, I don't I don't know why you haven't started this from the get go. What what are we what are we doing? You like We're me as a backwards 15. hat guy? Yeah. You seem like a hat bro guy. So let's do it. Yeah, it changes the world. You know, backwards hat, put on a, a nice linen shirt. And, you know, I'm not talking about big gambling this week. I'm here to talk about your girl this week. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> hey, Stephanie, you can roll up to 2G. That's where my spring break apartment is. Yeah, that's the hotel room I'm splitting with 11 of my best bros. <laughs> is it a suite? No. Why did you ask that? That's frankly a little rude of you. How dare you? Yeah, props to, props to the backward hat guy. Boom. <laughs> Boom. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear my hat backwards. I'm going to take more advantage of the rolling chair, and we are oh. going to have a lot of fun this yes. week. Yes, Joel, that's what you need to do. Yeah, that's my, what you need to do. My setup is unreal over here. I, I tweeted about it yesterday. I've got the record player hooked up to the, the speakers built into the apartment. It is unreal. What are you? Okay, okay, Steve Jobs. It's wow. crazy. I got such a I, I got such a great setup. It was a beautiful day in Brooklyn yesterday. So yeah. I woke up at six. I got a little studying done. Hey. I Played a little basketball by myself. We know COVID's tough. That's why we're alone. So I just got some shots up. And then I was I played the Pointer Sisters on vinyl through the apartment while I triumphantly broke even on every bet. Bravo. I, I think I, I think I think I bet about twelve hundred dollars um on the week and did not move the needle whatsoever. It's it's all right. <laughs> hey, it's better than losing. Huh? It's way better than losing, yeah. but let's talk about it. I got, I got to get outside the pocket here. I need some analysis from the Bry guy. What's up? I need bankroll management tips. What did what? Come on, Joel. What did we talk about in bankroll management? Well, Play inside the system. Well, do I cash out? It's the holidays. They're here. I've got a decent amount built up in one one account. Do you want to know the amounts I have? Hook me up. Give me the numbers. Give me the numbers. So I've got $1,770 in one account. Okay. I've got 490 in the other account. Keep bragging. 
And we're at that point of the year. There's one bet I've been planning this entire year, and it? it's upon us. What is it? It's Clemson, Notre Dame, the rematch with Trevor Lawrence. Uh. There's a lot. We're we're going we're going in depth on Wild Wednesday this weekend. There's so yeah. many championship games, and I think there is great possibility for me to multiply that 500. Yeah. So I'm going to try and do that. Then I'm going to cash out the 17. Joe, I, honestly, you should take take some of that Christmas money. You know, give it to Kevin the McAllister so he can go on a a spending spree in New York City, just a little bit. You know, and then you know, you put all of it on. Uh, ND Clemson. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take that money, put the rest on Clemson, maybe tie it to Buffalo in the Mac. We'll talk about it. Ooh, Maction. But, you love them. I'm liking it. Yeah, but it's it's a big Saturday, and I said it was 1700 because yeah. it's at 1770. I want you to. I'm gonna play Merv Griffin here, okay? Door number okay. one, door number two, door number three. Your <sighs> Cleveland Browns can clinch a playoff berth. It's a wild card, but we're counting it. Sure. They can build. They can clinch it tonight with a win over the hated Baltimore Ravens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm a ride with you tonight. <laughs> I wish I could COVID hug you, my friend. I'm so happy. I'm I'm riding with the Bra guy, but yes. how I how I ride the Bra guy is up to you. Okay. Oh, yeah. Door number one. Uh, all right. Browns money line plus one forty. I put twenty bucks on that. Bring mm -hmm. back about 28. I'm cool with that. Okay. Door number two. I put $30 on the Browns plus three. And then door number three, we do a seven-point tease. Browns and the under. I believe it. the under is at 45 and a half right now. So we take the Browns to Ooh. plus seven. We take the under to 52 and a half. <sighs> it's 17 to 17. It's 35 degrees there, 17 yeah. miles per hour wind. So that would be 69.50 to win $50. Oh, Joel. Okay, can we put a hole through door two and three? Because I want both of those. I feel like those are the way to go. Okay, so let, why don't we just, if we, if we do option three, we get option B as well. I like it. Okay, so I'm going to place it right now. I'm going to use the swivel here to show you what I'm working with. Oh, Steve Jobs got a swivel. Okay, we're putting it in. All right. So it's going to be a teaser. It's going to be, I'm really screwing up my back. My, my, um, <laughs> if my, I still had my chiropractor, he would be so mad at me. Oh, yeah, this is not good for the lumbar, my friend. Okay. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a great, I really like this. Um, plus 10 under 52 and a half in winter weather. Yeah. And every, every, uh, week they've had like very, you know, crap weather. Um, they didn't score too much. They didn't have to. And then Nick Chubb's back and I, it's going to be that running game. I, I was telling Sam earlier, Nick Chubb put on Instagram in his Instagram feed, a picture of Batman in his lair hanging out. He's just solemn. So that means if he if Batman's getting charged up, you know Nick Chubb's getting charged up. Or that could mean after the way he plays tonight, no one will know who he is. <laughs> He's just gonna leave. I like it. Where is he? Where's the Joker? He's gonna say, Where are the Steelers? And he's gonna go to Steelerland and it's gonna be all over.
it might be all over for the Steelers. Honestly, the Steelers are limping. There's a case to be made that the Browns could be the third best team in the AFC if they take care of business right here. And I think that's the best the Browns have ever been since 1987, actually. So pretty good. Here we go again. You know, we just had to wait a couple of years. You know, you, you take a couple naps and then, hey, it's 2020 and the Browns are good. Okay. All right. I'll take it. But yeah, I, I think it's uh it's time. This is this is the time. Yeah. So uh, they in the world is the attention of the sports world. It's on Cleveland right now. Probably today for the most it's been since LeBron left. It's the biggest day because there's a name change on Lake Erie. The Cleveland Indians are no more. I feel like I'm describing any postseason right now, yes. but um, they're changing the name. So they, I finally. I, So so I'm going to put 60 seconds on the clock for you here. Okay. And you are going to give me as many names as you can. Sweet. Are you good for that? I'm ready. And go. The Cleveland Swensons. uh, The Cleveland Drew Carries. Ooh. um, The Cleveland Club. I like that one. The Cleveland Club. The Cleveland Club. Just CCs, baby. Ooh, CCs, CCs. That could be a good restaurant. Okay, I digress. Uh, I'll stop distracting you. (laughs) Um, Cleveland, Dick Goddard. He's a a beloved weatherman. I mean, uh, he's just sure, sure. Um, The Cleveland, Big Chuck and Little John. Very good comedic duo from Cleveland. Uh, The Cleveland, (laughs) Joe Thomases. Ooh, Um, I like that. I uh, the Cleveland uh, skyline just for the chili. This oh, is really just take the, the chili. Take the chili claim. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say the Cleveland Mr. Heroes, Roman Burger, all that. You got to say that all together. 10 seconds. Um, Cleveland. Uh, did I say LeBron? If it, if I did, let's keep saying it again. The Cleveland LeBrons. That's what they need to be. Um, and then Last I would one. say uh, Cleveland. Um, oh, what's her name? Ramona Robinson. She's a very <laughs> lovely news reporter in, from Cleveland. Okay, Love so, her so, much. so yeah. we, we not only have the Cleveland LeBrons, we have a Cleveland news reporter, we have a Cleveland weather <laughs> forecaster, and you can tell just by his guesses here that Brian's parents have a sling box installed on their television <laughs> for him to watch his favorite local broadcasters back at home in Brooklyn. What are you supposed to do in the morning? You 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 get a cup of coffee and you and you catch up with your favorite friends in the morning that's how it goes i think so yeah maybe yeah i think you could see cleveland joe thomas's be there maybe cleveland kevin loves that kind of rolls (laughs) off the tongue and props to you for not taking that low-hanging fruit i think any shock jock would be smart to do the cleveland steamers reference there but it's smart to avoid come on we're we're, I know we're on spring break, but you know we're, we we don't have the steamer out there. Okay? Yeah, they're gonna wear wrinkled uniforms every day on that <laughs> diamond just to avoid the Cleveland steamer jokes that everyone's gonna be making. And that's totally fine, Joel, because after you play for a little bit, your body heat will will iron it all out. Oh, that's so true. That that is true. Unless you're wearing a linen like me, this thing's always wrinkly. Who knows how to wash it? I like doing the show since I got a plant here. It's nice having yeah, a plant. See the, the that uh you know creative oxygen is going right into your brain bubbles. Yeah, and you say plants grow better if you speak to them. Um, you know it's actually true. This plant is not only growing; it's growing a gambling debt because it's just heard us talk. <laughs> 
it's like mm, I really want to bet on shrubs next season. Yeah, I, 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 he keeps talking about Nick Shrub, and I'm like, it's actually Chubb, but whatever. Yeah, don't you don't want to correct a plant, all right? Yeah, they can't take it. Plants, they have very low self-esteem, <laughs> and what can you do? Not much. Okay, so we've talked about Clemson, Notre Dame, and me waiting for it. You picked the new name. You picked the Browns bet, and I, I need to talk to Judge Bam for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even. I, 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 you know, I made a mistake Friday on TP and the Walk On, and I, I need some penance, Judge Brian. Okay. All right, son. What's wrong? You know, I'm, I'm a sports radio host. I, Mm -hmm. I, it's my job to know the NFL and talk about it with expert opinion Mm -hmm. in detail. Mm -hmm. However, I made a mistake. I spent an entire five-minute podcast segment breaking down player prop bets for the Los Angeles Chargers-Atlanta Falcons game, and I mixed up Hayden Hurst and Hunter Henry for the whole thing. Oh, Joe, it's okay. You know, there. you see, I'm, I'm on your side here. You know, two white tight ends. Long hair, injury That's histories. Tough. Always had another tight end in their shadow when they started their career. There's right. Like... No, it's okay. I mean, people uh, say, hey, are you Wayne Brady? I'm like, how dare you? That's not even like close to it's Wayne and B. I'm BM, you know? So <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. All right. I'm, it, I'm it in the clear. It was educated uh, mistake. Okay. We will accept that. It's an educated mistake. Right. Okay. I, I don't owe you guys shit. You hear me? <laughs> Yeah, you viewers yeah. call me out. You go oh, to hell. The New York Giants are not a top five defense. <laughs> the Chicago Bears are racist. I did. I got in trouble. I called the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Whoa, off the rails, but okay. Yeah, okay. and I'm not apologizing for mixing up my tight ends. All right, gang. <laughs> I'm out here living my life. I'm getting wild on spring break. What do you do on spring break? You call a tight end whatever you want to call a right. tight end. Right. Don't matter. <laughs> and I, I think we got in some trouble last week because we both said, um, the worst thing we ever did yeah and um i don't want to tell tales out of school but yours was pretty bad (laughs) yeah yeah thanks and i knew it was bad and you set me up you set me up for failure joel yeah because mine was still cool i stole from kyle (laughs) corver (laughs) you know you know i live with this i live with this every day you know i see that old woman every day in my in my brain yeah, maybe you got to give $70 to a different old woman. Then you're good. You're right. You're right. I'm going to see an old lady on the street when I get home today. $70. Boom. I'll do it. And that, that do it. well, that's actually, I could have just put the $70 I put on the Browns. I could have <laughs> put it on Kevin today. But that's not why we're here. You're not, you don't hold, hold, who hosts a charity podcast? Well, this week we're going to we'll go put uh, $10 on childhood starvation. And you were back in literacy big this week. <laughs> Oh, but I, I wanted to give you a little Listerine and maybe okay. we can go ahead and honor the holiday season. We can share the best thing we've ever done. Best thing I've ever done. Yeah. Best thing we've ever done. Okay. Um, I would say the best thing I've ever done as a, as a son uh, was I, my mom had double knee replacement surgery Ooh. and 
every day i uh you know i made i made her i made her food i i took her to all her um uh all her appointments i made it so much easier on her and that just to when you have a mom that you know gives you like all the stuff and like to just to make it easier for her i was like i i feel like the best son in the world that's a that's a pretty good son right there mm-hmm. that's a that's a good thing <laughs> you should feel, feel very proud i i do and she's and she's got good knees now and the food was good you made her some nice meals some yeah. soup some, some stuff high in in turmeric because that's a that's, lot of turmeric yeah a lot of turmeric People leave the diet out when recovering from knee surgery, so you yeah, want to have the right spices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Joel? What's yours? Okay, that's that's good broadcasting right there. You keep it going. Um, so my best. It's also related to a family member. Mm. So um, I had this crippled aunt, and yep. I know that word isn't the right way to do it, but she was so yep. handicapped, like it turns non-PC, and that is like the proper usage. Like mm-hmm. she was severely injured but we always kind of got along well right yeah and she had a caretaker take advantage of her and she he stole her car so one year on christmas morning i found out about it so i went over to his house and he wouldn't come out but i did Mm. speak to his wife and his kids on christmas morning about him stealing the car and i told him if it wasn't back in the driveway within three hours i would come back and i'd really ruin their christmas yeah. And you know what? I got the car back. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That blew my story away. You are you're a hero. You're Batman yourself. All right. I can't believe that. Yeah. See, I, I am the Nick Chubb of this situation. <laughs> so there we go. I'm getting a dude's come on note from Sam. He doesn't like our, our deep dives. <laughs> I, I, put the, I put the gambling in. The rail, we, we're getting right back on the rails. And, you know, sometimes we do like to have a little bit of fun here at the Props Network. I will say that I've, I've done a lot of homework for our Wednesday show. We've got a lower slate of games to preview, so we're able to go a little deeper into the college football championships. So if you want to support us on our journey, if you want to have a good time and make more money every week, subscribe to us on the Props Network YouTube channel. We are doing our best every week. You hear that, Sam? And we try and give you the best analysis. And there is a pretty cool tool here. Do I, can, I, can I share a screen here, Brian? Uh, yeah, you should be able to. Okay, so I am going to share my tab. It's hard. The setup is pretty good here. Share screen and Chrome tab. So check out this bad boy right here at the Props Network. It's a new betting tool, you said, right? Boom, right there. You see that? It's live futures, odds, and scores. It's, you can compare all your futures just from one page here, which is absolutely incredible. No other site has this. And I know I'm being the company man. It is here. So there's a few intriguing things out here. So just to show it to you, we've previously talked about potential NFC champions we can see now the Packers are favored after the Saints win yesterday. So for purposes of discussion, let's go to the NFC East division winner right there. And then you can see all the odds. We see the Washington football team is now the favorite. We see the Giants are in second place. However, we see that the Eagles across the boards from all sites, thanks to the Props Network, 
are a plus 600 favorite. Mm. Brian, are the Eagles the best bet for the NFC East moving forward? Ooh, if they stick with Jalen Hurts, uh, he is the man. He did not look like a rookie yesterday. He did not look like a rookie. The schedule actually favors Philadelphia, given that I think all all the NFC East teams are probably going to lose this Sunday. Mm-hmm. But the most winnable game is actually Philadelphia. They're going to Arizona. They're taking on the birds. And I think that tie from earlier in the year against Cincinnati will come to play. So mm. all things being equal, I think Philadelphia plus 600 is tremendous value at this point in the season. And also, we don't know the QB situations. Alex Smith is hurt. Dwayne Haskins is in there for Washington. We see that Daniel Jones is stumbling. They're forcing him to play even though he's hurt. So Mm -hmm. if I'm going to load up the share screen, if I'm going to bring up the Props Network future calculator and see that the Philadelphia Eagles are uniformly a plus 600 bet, I'm backing the Eagles here. I don't see any reason not to do it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all in, especially with Zach Ertz coming back. Uh, I I'm I'm all in with the with, with Philly. Yeah, I mean, it, you had there was a certain feeling in the air in 2017 when the underdog masks were coming out, and I saw defensive tackles bear crawling on the field. It was a party in Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts. It seemed like they had been exercised. So, yeah, if, if we're betting for fun, if we're betting to make money, I think this is right at the crossroads of both activities. Eagles plus 600 for the NFC East. It's the most fun bet, and it's the best value bet. Yes, I'm, I'm all with that. And let, let, let's bring it up one more time. So I'm just going to show you guys the ease of use from this Props Network interface. So I'm going to share it again. And I want to bring up NFC West ads. I used to have to click tabs for BetMGM, one of our partners, or DraftKings. But now I select a tab. And then, boom, it's laid out there. Cardinals, we ain't touching that. But we do see the Rams. They're playing the Jets this week. They're going to win that game, obviously. The Jets are minus 250 to go undefeated, and that's a smart bet. But the, (laughs) the Seahawks, we see there plus 175, plus 160, plus 160 at points bet, all of our partners. So right now, if I know the schedule, I know that the Seahawks, they're playing Washington this weekend. I think that's a win for them, even with the travel. Yeah. But they play head-to-head next weekend. So similar to the Mac Jones-Heisman bet, which, do you know that, you know that shot up within a day of us recording that? Really? It went from even odds to minus 180 within 24 hours. Similar to that, I'm going to assume that Seattle beats Washington this weekend. Yeah. No, I mean, that that Giants game, you got to give credit to the Giants. But I think the Seahawks kind of needed that uh, wake-up game. Like, oh, oh, uh-oh, okay. We can't just just chuck the ball, you know. It, It was just one of those games. It's good. Yeah, so I think they're this if I have the Seahawks plus 175 to win their division. Thank you Props Network. I'm jumping on that. There is a head-to-head game between the Rams and the Seahawks next week and these odds are juiced because mm-hmm. the Seahawks have a tough matchup with Washington, but it seems like it'd be a good time to make that Seahawks bet and I I literally I know I work for these people, but I was able to place that bet 
because of the Props Network interface. Go check that out. It is excellent, and it's guiding our bets. I think there's good value in both of those futures. So now let's go through the NFL, looking forward by looking back and telling us what we learned. First off, we have the FOMO report, front office management operations. We're going to tell you who did something dumb, who did something smart, and how that affected the games we watched this Sunday. Brian, you want to lead off on this one? Yeah, I picked for the good here, a good organization that I saw was Miami Dolphins. Sure, they lost. Sure, they lost. But they were able – they scored first. Like They showed that they are – they're climbing that ladder of being a team that can compete with the Chiefs, and that's what you want to see. I, I, Brian Flores is probably, I don't know, I would be like, wow, guys, we put up a pretty good product with Tua being out um, the past couple games and being able to throw the ball and be the defense to be efficient. It's like, we're so close, guys. Let's keep, let's keep hammering it. Hopefully, Jacecki's okay and just keep moving, keep moving along. I mean, if I'm the Miami's head, excuse me. If I'm the Miami's head, I'm just looking at my draft picks now and seeing who, what players are going to help me out to succeed and beat the Chiefs right there. Yeah, and I, I think you hit the nail on the head right there because at the end of that game, Tua had no receivers with NFL experience. He had no Mike Gusecki, and he was still able to score 14 fourth-quarter points and come within a fourth and one of a potential upset of the presumptive Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. Miami has consistently just shown not just exhibits of being a good football team, of just being a well-run organization. And, I mean, we always talk about ownership. Do you know who owns the Dolphins? Uh, I forget. Stephen Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know whose um, name is on the building I attend remotely for college to learn about the art of business? Uh, Stevenson Ross. Stephen Ross. So he's making good <laughs> decisions all over my life. I, 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 I have, was backing the Chiefs in a tease, so that panned out for me. But on the NFL props drop this Friday, one of my favorite picks at plus odds was Pat Mahomes to throw an interception. Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes threw three interceptions. Ooh, one, two, three. Always back the props drop. We are red hot there. And I will agree with you there. So my FOMO report for the good teams, I'm going to give it to the Philadelphia Eagles. They find, to. yeah, I mean, you have to. Doug Peterson, not only did he put in Jalen Hurts, he put in a vestige of a running offense. He did the one thing he couldn't do all year. He adapted his scheme to fit his talent. That's all we've wanted to see from the Eagles this season. Mm -hmm. And Wentz, I don't know, maybe it's toxic there. I'm not out on Carson Wentz, but they seemed inflexible to adapt. And not only did they change their personnel, they changed the way they played hand-in-hand with your personnel. And that's what you need to do. I'm convinced of the Eagles. I mean, granted, the Saints, they're not built to play from behind, but it was an encouraging thing to see, to say the least. Yeah, and it was. I thought it was such a great uh, defensive scheme to be like, okay, uh, he'll, Tyson, he, doesn't, he can't throw well. He's not a good NFL QB throwing. So if we can just make him throw and not have Alvin beat us, we can win this game. 
Yeah, and Alvin did his best to beat them. Like Alvin yeah. was showing out to like be the non-quarterback who can control a game in the NFL, yeah. the rarest thing possible. Right, and that showed, and the, I loved it so much because most of the time, you know, Tyson's a runner, and they they kind of neutralize that. And it's just like, okay, you you know how to you know you know what to do. <laughs> Let's get those get those D tackles. They're hungry. Those D tackles are hungry. Absolutely. And um, how about your bad team? Who did a bad job? Who disappointed you? Uh, who disappointed me? Um, I had. Oh, <laughs> my my disappointment was from the Raiders. I thought this was their time to beat beat the Ra- the beat the Colts finally to put them and show like Carr is like, oh, okay, I'm the QB, but this is the plateau of the Raiders. They they uh, they fired their uh, their defensive coordinator. So I mean, I mean, they got ran over against the Jets. So that really doesn't help either. Uh, but the Raiders are—they're so—they were so close, and now they're uh, kind of. I was talking about the Dolphins, where they're like climbing the ladder. They're, now they—they they fell off the ladder, and it's—it's it's, they're in bad shape now. It's—it's it's so upsetting because I don't know how you how you really fix it because they have the pieces there, and I hopefully it is just a scheme problem. And I'm going to go with the Raiders here as well, but not because of anything they did on Sunday. It's because of firing the defensive coordinator. What talent do they have on that defense? Mm -hmm. They have those defensive ends, Crosby, Farrell. They're both undersized. They use their quickness great in the pass game. But in terms of setting the edge for your run defense, it just isn't there. And that's an essential thing for every defense. It's built into every defensive coordinator's schemes in run sets. The defensive ends, they set the edge. And by personnel, they have two guys who can't set the edge. And they're making the coordinator held responsible for a personnel decision. Yeah. And I've always been uh, uh, the GM lover of Mike. Uh, but they went so they, to get Farrell so up in that first he round. He had a third round grade. Like he you, was graded similarly to Austin Bryant, who went in the fourth round. Yeah, they, they picked him fourth overall. It's just so sad because that could have been the turnaround piece, you know. And now it just shows he's just not where he needs to be. You know, he he seems more of like a like a three, four type of uh, D lineman. Yeah. And it's just like a whole lot of schemes and it's kind of like their offensive scheme as well. It's like, we've got all these speedy deep threats, but mm-hmm. we have car as quarterback. So, yeah. and we can just move on from this. We can go forward into our week by week, what we learned because they're actually in our first game this week. The crazy thing about the defensive coordinator getting fired, RIP Paul Gunter. Welcome back to the fold. Rod Marinelli, helm of the 2008-0-16 Detroit Lions. He steps back into that D.C. spot, and similar to his last Detroit gig, not a lot of talent to work with. So they are playing the Chargers this Thursday. Chargers are three-and-a-half-point dogs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who's the who's the worst coach in this game, Anthony Lynn or the new Raiders defensive coordinator? They're they're it's tied. They're both there. Uh, 
so surprising for the Anthony Lynn was probably surprised he even won yesterday. He's like, What? I, I won? Oh, okay, cool. Cool. That's great. Uh yeah, Charters three. This is the game where you can put the Raiders out of their misery playoff lies. Like this is this is the game. And I think the Chargers will will play that upset. Uh, I, I got to go the other way here because mm. just the new firing, the new DC, it's going to present a different look. And we saw a cataclysm this past Sunday for gamblers. 88% of the money in that Saints-Eagles game was on the Saints. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We didn't think, oh, will they, they just be doing something different? Will the Saints know how to account for them? Yeah. And it did seem like the Saints were unprepared for Jalen Hurts running at quarterback. Oh, yeah. They had no idea. So in if the, if the Chargers, they only have three days to prepare, it's going to be such a different look from that Raiders defense that it might just mess up their rhythm. The Raiders, we know they what they lack in talent, they make up for in willingness and like the ability they buy into John Gruden. So I think this is a Raiders victory. I hate this team, and I'm going to be betting on them against a team I really like. That's good. You know, they're, you know, the Raiders are going to do a lot of like just base defense. It's not, it's not this, it's just do elementary 101 defense and see if we can just be, if we can out muscle them. So, hey, that might, that might work for uh, a Justin Herbert that just wants to sling the ball. So, yeah, yeah but by looking at this game, by looking at the, the coaches being changed and the coach on the other sideline involved, this bet hinges on one question. And as a better, you need to disregard Justin Herbert. You need to disregard the great skill positions of the Charger offense and ask yourself this question. We know the new D coordinator will present a different look. Do you, as the gambler, think Anthony Lynn will properly adjust to it? <laughs> no. No. You win. You win. That is that is all you, Joel. Back the. Ra- I mean, you have to. It, that, that's the only way to do it. Sam, are we back on the rails? I feel like we've been given you 15 minutes of pretty solid analysis. <laughs> we've plugged you to it, and we believed it. But we are we are back on the rails, and let's keep cooking. We have Saturday games this weekend. Uh, what's the NFL doing? <laughs> they love a Saturday game. They love Saturday games. They're going against an insane slate of college football, and. Oh. I, it's dumb. <laughs> I mean, during championship you know, weekend, it's, it's dumb. But hey, hey, you gotta fit them in. COVID, COVID's a weird beast. You gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. Oh, we got, we got a one, one letter response from. Okay, yeah, well, you have to do it. I, I understand they always did it on like the Saturday before Christmas. This just seems a little earlier. They're creeping up into. I want to say. It feels like mid-December to me. December 19th, it's a little early for a Saturday NFL game. But there is good value here. We have the Panthers at the Packers. Packers are eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, Packers will continue to be one of the NFL's great tease games. You buy the points no matter what. It's always a good decision. Just just give it to the Packers. (laughs) I mean, Teddy and the Panthers are great. Uh, yep, they are a great a, team. <laughs> yeah, they they just don't know how to come back from behind well. And Teddy has a has a thing where he'll just forget he's playing quarterback and get sacked very hard. I think he has PTSD from uh, Minnesota. So, yeah, and it, it, there is a case that they played a 
pretty feisty Broncos team yesterday, but oh yeah, at this point in the season, because we're not going to talk about the Broncos because they're also playing on Saturday. They're in our next game, but I think it's time for the Panthers to back it in. Like they have, they, are they going to get Christian McCaffrey back for three weeks? I'm so sick of this Christian McCaffrey story. I'm he, so sick. Oh, he's going to be back. Oh no, he now he hurt his his tummy. He's he can't go in. Like just. Just put him on the shelf, man. I hope like, he is paying rent to that ESPN lower third took ticker because he is on that thing 24-7. Oh, the first time I took him in fantasy this year, he's 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 a no-show, you know, and it's fine. Yeah, I took but a- they need the, the Panthers need to fix their line. So and the Packers are gonna destroy them in that in that situation. So Easy peasy. Yeah, Packers, they're a great team. They lost their center without missing a beat. And the Lions pretty, pretty, played pretty well against them yesterday. Yeah. Packers, like, to start the second half, we know that offense is incredible. You, you, If you're not watching the Packers, they burned 20 minutes a clock with two drives. It was, it was amazing. Unreal. I, I, I just don't understand how you <laughs> – uh, hey, they're just having that season, and Rodgers is, you know, he's just doing his thing. Yeah, he's doing his thing, and the other quarterback we're about to talk about. So the other Saturday game, it features, this is pretty exciting, the NFL's two best young quarterbacks. I'm talking Bills at Broncos, folks. Drew Locke, Josh Allen, everyone you want to see with their name up in lights. They're dueling it out on Christmas Saturday. What? The Bills and the Broncos. Ooh, the Drew Lock. The Drew Lock show is hey, back. He, he, he's, he's, I was ready to write him off. He had a good game against Kansas City. He lit up a Panthers defense that I personally think is pretty good. And mm-hmm. for next season, let's let's just let's let's forget about it. But put a note in your Apple or Samsung or <laughs> Android, Android, whatever phone carrier you got, put a note in for around Memorial Day when NFL futures come out and look at the odds on the Broncos to make the playoffs. I, I, Joel, that that is so that's amazing because they, I feel like they, their defense should stay in that same like I think there's going to be keep beat on their defense, uh, give them some more weapons and. Uh, Melvin Gordon's great and all. Yeah, I think he need another running back there. Phil Lindsay, um, they but, they've got another running back. I mean, I think yeah. he's still on a, under a rookie deal because they he was an undrafted guy, so they locked him up. No, no, he's good. I, I think you need another bruiser. I think you need a bruiser type of running back. I mean, in any case, we know this division. We know that it it's about wheeling and dealing, and there's still Cortland Sutton coming back. Right, Jerry Judy, he hasn't lived up to it, but he's the most talented rookie receiver in this class. So if you've got all this accumulation of talent on offense and Vic Fangio running your defense, that's a nice future bet for next year. Look for the Broncos to make the playoffs. I bet it's like plus 240. I love that. You know who would be a great running back on the Broncos? Because we, Davis, Mike Davis from the Panthers. I think he just fits for everything that they want to do. He he could be there. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll see Mike Davis in Bronco Blue. Is there anything we need to talk about with the Bills Broncos game? 
I, I think just tread carefully out there. It's a huge win for Buffalo. They're mm-hmm. on the road in a tough place to stay to play. Maybe I take the Broncos in the points here. Yeah, I think it's going to be a interesting situation for the Broncos because I mean they know how to get uh, get to the quarterback. Uh, to have a feisty little Josh Allen is going to be a very interesting task for them if he gets out of the pocket. Yeah, and I I either t- got to take the Broncos in the points or you tease the Bills with the Packers. That's how to handle this because it's a full slate of college games. You just want the NFL as a little appetizer. So mm-hmm. I would probably side with the tease there, you know? Yeah. You want it in the back pocket, but you don't want it to be taking up all your energy. It's the second screen experience for me this Saturday. <laughs> or if you thought, saw my setup, it could be the third screen. How about hey. that? So we, we are on to Sunday. We got out of mass. We confessed for our sins, and we are settling down to watch the Bucks. They are five-point favorites visiting the Atlanta Falcons. So which coach do you think is cooler? Based on these stories, he's... Uh, Aaron's. He's so cool. He says the coolest things in the world. Aaron's, he says he was going to golf with Tom Brady, but it got canceled because of COVID. (laughs) On the other side, Raheem Moore, he said that stats are for for stupid people. Uh, He's right. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) he gets it. He knows it's a football... The National Football League is a physical... It's about a physical game. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I love Bruce because he'll just be like, yeah, we could do anything on offense. We could do, and he'll throw Tom Brady under the bus. And that's what I want to see. Like, yes, Tom is this 40 year old, uh, hall of fame, uh, walking man, but put him in his place. And that's what, that's what Bruce is doing. Yeah, I think it's been amazing because my, my big problem with the NBA these days is that the superstars, they don't really get coached. Even though Brady's allowed to be the GM, I'm glad he's not allowed to be the head coach, if nothing right. else. And, you know, do you, can you really evaluate the Buccaneers based off yesterday's game? I don't think so. I think no. Dan Bailey single-handedly took the Vikings out of that one. Oh, yeah. So I think they're really going to have to right the ship. I'll I'll be backing the Buccaneers here for sure. Nice. They got to stay right with the playoffs around the corner. They This is their chance to really hone things up against a weaker opponent. And granted, betting on inner division NFC South games is pretty awful, but mm-hmm. <laughs> what can you do? Yeah, this is going to be – I think this is going to be easy. Falcons, we always like to stay in it. Uh, but, yeah, the Bucks offense is, you know – they're, they're, I mean, they're going to do the job. And, and for minus four, it's like, ah, that's, that's an easy, that's an easy, easy win for them. Yeah. Bucks easy. You're basing your whole Sunday off that. And then you're going to move along. And I kind of like the Seahawks. They are four and a half point favorites visiting Washington. I'm only worried about the travel. For the Seahawks. That's my only concern. Mm-hmm. Seahawks, they... I made some stupid bets yesterday. I, I, I had money on the Jets because I was bored and I What? Yeah. <laughs> what are you what are you doing? I oh, did spring break, Joel. I did very well cool. in the one o'clock slates. I gave it all back. I teased the Jets and the over 
Oh my God! I they should have said, "Are you sure? Excuse me, are uh, you sure?" No, nah, you put that bet. I I put in. Uh, look, if if you could took anything from my hard drive, and then put it on the internet to embarrass me. I think my bets from the four o'clock slate yesterday might be the thing to do it. <laughs> just get your search history and just post it online. Yeah, there might be a, a Matt Stafford touchdown bet that didn't go my way. Good God, man. He got hurt. But hey, I, that's okay. Yes, he got went out with the rib. But I mean, he's a slinger, so that's, it's a good bet. That's a good bet. I don't mean Is to just... One? I don't mean to distract. We're here to talk about the Seahawks and the Washingtons. And the football, Washington football team, their defense is really, uh, they be jamming right now. So uh, you have to be a little on the lookout for that. Uh, But I I think um, if if the Seahawks get Rashad Penny and they get a full running back stable, it's, it's over for everybody. Yeah, and I think Russ, certain defenses, they're good against certain types of quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson has played enough games against defensive lines that get great penetration over his career. He mm-hmm. knows how to move the pocket. He knows how to create those running lanes. So he's able to turn that pressure against the defense and into an offensive asset. This is a good young defensive line in Washington, but they're very young. And I think the experience of Russell Wilson will play out here. I'll probably be backing the Seahawks money line. I'll put two twenty on that to win a hundred, and I'll feel pretty good about it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and if if Haskins is gonna, it's gonna start. I think this is this feels like an easy one too. Yeah, I mean you have Russell Wilson against Dwayne Haskins. No, no, no. The only good thing about Dwayne Haskins to the Washington Oregon organization is that he was born in Maryland. <laughs> And that's all we got. That's all you got. Yeah, and and here we have an opportunity to bet on the other guys. You do that. Yeah, bet against Dwayne Haskins in late December on the money line. You don't want any chicanery with the points. This is your Christmas bonus right here, folks. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, and maybe we tie it because the Texans are at the Colts. The Colts handled them last week, and the Colts are seven-point favorites here, and the Texans have no wide receivers. Well, uh, yeah, and that that uh, for the that Texans Bears game, uh, it that's that's the game that Deshaun, you know, was like, I got, I can win this one. But to see that, and they don't have a running back, they don't have receivers, they they're just uh, you know up up the creek with no paddle, you know, and no receivers to use those paddles. So it's just bad. It's bad shape. Yeah, bad shape. This is a great tease candidate. Maybe the seven points. I can see Deshaun Watson getting a backdoor cover in this situation. I would pick the Colts in my professional gambler this week, but I feel like I've picked the Colts every week. Yeah, because they're a decent team and you're a smart man. (laughs) Yeah, come watch my video. Every week I pick the Vikings and Colts. And I do want to take the Vikings again this week. I'm sorry. Oh, God. The the Bears, fresh off a big win. They're going to Minnesota. This this game is for a wild card spot, I think. It's Bears at Vikings. Vikings are three-and-a-half-point favorites, and I think they win this game 24-20. to 20. So the Vikings win this? Yeah. Okay. I mean, when I was watching uh, Mitchell Trubisky yesterday, I was like, who's – who's, who's, 
who's wearing that uniform? Because that's not Mitchell Trubisky. He looked precise, and I don't think you're going to get that consistently out of him. No way. Not yeah. against this experienced Viking secondary. And they're banged up. They're banged up their secondary. And how can you feel bad about the Vikings off that loss yesterday? They played a Tampa Bay Bucks team that is off a bye, which I thought was going to be a huge factor for Tampa. But they played them toe to toe, but their kicker took them out of the game. They yeah. went on the road in humidity. They moved, consistently moved the ball down the field. And yeah. It's just the Vikings defense is a little banged up, but I think if they could, if Dan Bailey still uh, uh, still gets a paycheck, uh, then you you know that's going to be a little question mark because this is how you're going to beat this is how you're going to beat the Bears. This is by a field goal. That's how it is. Yeah, I mean, the only way Mike Zimmer is keeping Dan Bailey is if he got visited by three ghosts last night. <laughs> And that works because Mike Zimmer does look like Ebenezer Scrooge, right? like in full character period makeup. He's oh got that God. red yeah. face. He's got the granny glasses. And I could just imagine Dan Bailey bringing in his son, Tiny Tim, to, to the practice facility today. Please, and, please don't, please don't fire my daddy. Yeah. And the Vikings, they play on Christmas day this year. I think it's, we have that situation. Mike Zimmer is going to allow Dan Bailey to keep his job and miss a key kick on Christmas. Oh God. Yeah. That's what's <laughs> going to happen. Oh God. We're having too much fun here. And we do have, um, another fun scenario. So, I mean, I think there is something to a Colt. You could tie Colts to the Seahawks money line and Colts to the Vikings money line. Mm. Ooh, I'm, I'm getting dangerous. Maybe I don't want to catch. <laughs> no. Maybe I want to keep playing. <laughs> Someone help Joel over there. Is Gabby over there? <laughs> no, Gabby's not home. She works on Sundays and Mondays when all the football's on. It's great. Okay, so we have a, a great table turning. The Pats are out of the playoffs, and mm -hmm. they are visiting the Vikings and the the Dolphins rather, and they're two and a half point favorites against the Patriots. Can the Pats play spoiler here? No, <laughs> they're so close. They could, they could, but I, I can't understand what's wrong with Cam Newton. So in that vein, the, where the Dolphins are are playing, um, they're just playing inspired football right now, and I, I don't think that's just going to let up. Yeah, but you don't think Cam is one of the guys who would be most affected by playing on a short week? That is true. I don't. That is true. I can't imagine Cam being inclined to just take a, a chill exit to the regular season. This is certainly not how he imagined his New England season playing out. And, you know, I think this is a good line right here. Minus two and a half, you take Miami. If this moves and you're betting on this game day morning, I think logically this could be at Patriots plus three and a half. If that's the case, take the Patriots. But as it currently stands, all over the Dolphins here, they really impressed me. That's why they won the FOMO. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I say if it, if that line moves to a three to three point five, yes, go Pats. Go but, Pats. But for yeah. now, fins up. Fins up, baby. Okay. There's no. So okay, we have the the jet, the Jags at the Ravens. Ravens are thirteen point favorites. Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, what's his face? Yeah, Minshew's back, baby. Minshew's back. 
Mike Glennon had to get benched. Can you believe that? Wow, man, him, the best quarterback in the league, get benched again in a different team in a different jersey. Wow, just. But hey, good good for Glennon. <laughs> but uh, with Minshew back, uh, ooh, their team, ooh, that that seems quite scary, Joel. Yeah, I mean, you kind of want to pick the Jaguars here. The Ravens' pass defense has been terrible. Gardner Minshew is going to throw it 45 times for 220 yards. He's going <laughs> to put up 17 points against you. You're going to win by seven, and the Jaguars will cover. Yeah, and, you know, James Washington still hasn't let up, so it just – I think you just keep rolling. You keep rolling with the Jags. You're a little crazy. Yeah, James Washington, he smells that rookie of the year. He knows he can steal it from mm-hmm. pretty boy Herbert. Go get it, James. Right. I would say it all depending on the Ravens uh, this Monday night game. Yeah, because if the Ravens win big here, maybe the party's on, but we're mm-hmm. on the Browns. We're all about the Brownies today. We're, yeah. we're with Brian. Yeah. So in the next game, this will be a great tease candidate as well. It's the Lions at the Titans. Derrick Henry's playing in the fantasy playoffs for a lot of people against the Detroit Lions defense. So congratulations if you own Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They they look Derrick Henry's ready. Derrick Henry's ready. I picked the under for his yardage on the props drop Friday and uh he doubled it. <laughs> if the line was 199.5 he would have broken that by a decent amount so oh, yeah. yeah derrick henry's ready chase daniel and the lions are coming to town um chase. we chase might, is back we might see 15 seven yard receptions from tj hawkins in this game that could be fun but aside mm-hmm. from that i don't think you're gonna see much out of this lions team they got their win against chicago that's all they really needed yeah yeah, no, I don't think you're going to see too much. And it, if they're playing from behind, it, it's just bad news. Yeah, Titans have too much to play for here. I think the line will be about seven. You can, It could be up to 12 and a half. I think the Titans are a good bet here. And I'm um, the biggest Lions fan who ever lived. So take it from <laughs> me. And then this is fun. We have the Eagles, the team I just praised as being... Great bet in the NFC East. They're traveling to Arizona. They're getting five and a half points against the Cardinals. And I think I'm going to take them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, Hassan Riddick with five. five cents. If, if they're figuring out their defensive identity now, watch out for the NFC West. Yeah, I think so. But I don't know. Like, Doug Peterson, he's now eleven and two without Carson Wentz as his starting quarterback. <laughs> so bad. And <laughs> oh, I woke up yesterday. It was beautiful out, and just knowing the weather, I was like, "Oh, I'm taking the Cardinals against the Giants." Yeah, the, they got oh. such a break with the weather. I did think Kyler Murray was injured for a few weeks there. He looked great yesterday. No, yeah. But whatever he got, whatever he puts in the shoulder now, he got some like Mr. Miyagi type of treatment. But he looks like he's he's ready to go now. Yeah, he's a brand new man. But 
this line's a little too big for me. It's gonna it be big. It's gonna be fun just to cheer for the Eagles here. I still think that the better coach is on the Philadelphia sideline here. Cliff Kingsbury, if he gets his back against the wall, he's shown some pretty poor decisions to date this season. Mm-hmm. That was a cruise control win. Maybe the Eagles and I saw a lot of fight from that team. Their season's yeah. on the line. I think they're gonna keep it close. Yeah. I mean, if Eagles can play control, control the ball and not get Kyler out there uh, and just play and, and Jalen just keeps rolling and he can just use his leg to extend the play, uh, you're, you're in bad shape for Kyler. Yeah, this is a game where I would like to bet the Eagles spread in the Cardinals money line as a parlay. <laughs> that would be good. I like that. The Eagles will lose this game by three points. And we probably have our deluxe matchup. Um, this has got to be too good to be true, right? Huh. Is Drew Brees back? He, I think he's like on the he's on the cusp, if you will. Because even if he is, the Chiefs they're playing at the Saints, and the Chiefs are four and a half point favorites. Drew's been out, and let's just look at how lucky they've been with their matchups with Taysom Hill as starter. They played the Broncos with. <laughs> No quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They played. The, they played the Eagles yesterday, and it looked like they were so ill-equipped to come down from a ten-point lead. The Chiefs are getting four and a half here. I think the Chiefs, in a potential Super Bowl preview, are just going to lay it on them. Oh, I. The Chiefs just know how to win, and they've. For them to show that they can, you know. Uh, you know, Mahomes can throw interceptions, but we can, they know how to figure out we can get past adversity. Uh, and that's what you want out of a team from, uh, from every standpoint. So th- this is just a, uh, it's going to, I think it's going to be a really fun game, but uh, you know, it's one of those, <laughs> if the Chiefs have the last, last possession, uh, the Chiefs are going to win that game. Yeah. They're going to win that game. But I wish just for the purposes of this game and my my wallet, I wish the Saints had won <laughs> yesterday. Because if, if the Saints had won, this would probably be a field goal game. And yeah. then I really like the Chiefs. Four and a half, that's a big spread for a visit for an opposing team. Maybe it's gonna be a lot of money line parlays this week. I tell you that, Brian. Yeah, and just think if let's say Drew Brees is in, then that line's gonna go to three. Yeah, and if know? if Drew Brees is in the Saints will still have a quarterback who's not able to compete in this sort of pile up the points <laughs> kind of game. Oh, d- oh, yeah. The 43 year old short guy with 11 broken ribs. He's going to bounce back from injury quickly. Right. Oh. right. Just just wait until he takes one hit. And then it's like, oh, all my ribs are broken again. Yeah. Bring out T. Hill. I don't, I'm not moving from my hypothesis. These Saints are going to force Drew Brees back in at QB and it's going to undermine their season. Mm hmm. Because it's just going to be too weird, right? Yeah, I mean, I was talking about before they uh, Saints is probably Sean Payton's like, ooh, ooh, Taysom doesn't know how to throw the ball well, uh, and if we get beat like that all the time, uh, we're going to need Drew to do that because yes, Taysom could run the ball all over the field, but mm-mm, no, when he when he need to beat these high profile teams, you need to throw the ball. Okay, that that that's just how it is. Sorry. Yeah. Good line here, but who do you want to have your money on? Pat Mahomes or Taysom Hill? Uh, I want the Mahomes rate. 
from yeah. State Farm. That's what I want. Yeah, the Mahomes rate is a minus two twenty money line here. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna be getting the Mahomes rate and then um are you going to this game? I know fans aren't banned, but that's not going to stop you. Browns minus three and a half point favorites hey, visiting I'll, the Giants. I'm going to get on the LI double R on the New Jay Transit, and I'm going to stand outside of that stadium. I'm going to stand out of Gillette Field and be like, let me in, okay? Do you know who my dad is? He's a manager. <laughs> he, he's not a manager, but I would just see if that would work. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> What we saw with the, the Cardinals versus Giants, um, and you put them behind the ball, or if, if Daniel Jones likes to put the ball on the field for fun. So if you do that once or twice, three times, that's, we, we got a winner right there. Yeah, and this is a game where if the Browns win tonight, I'll be less likely to bet on them next week. Because mm-hmm. if they win, you're probably not catching Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, depending depending on this Joe Hayden concussion protocol, if he's had another game, the, their thin secondary shows like, oh, he can he can kind of beat them down the field, and they can't do their fun little zone schemes that the Steelers like to do. Okay, so maybe maybe you do bet him. Maybe you go either way. I think it's, so. Yeah, because you know you know the Steelers are laying an ass kicking on the Bengals next week, and. The yes. Steelers, they they're getting have all the losses in Big Ben injury rumors they need. They're gonna fi- they've been playing so many games. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, if you look at their their schedule, like they played some like banged up teams early. So now to finally like kind of have have that their uh have the, the time change for them to be like, oh, we're beat up and we might get rolled over every once in a while. Yeah, but Steelers, they have their get-right game. They need to have their come-to-Jesus moment. I know they're missing four starters from their defense. I know Eric Ebron is still a prominent part of this football team. Nice job, Eric. I saw (laughs) you. And I know you. that was just – I felt like a fool. I backed Pittsburgh last night. It was so stupid. Obviously, (laughs) Buffalo is going to win that game. They were playing for everything, and that's going to be st- the Steelers this weekend. Right. They have a limping opponent. Their opponent, mm-hmm. they want to be home for Christmas. They don't want to play any more games. This is going to take place on Monday night. No way. Steelers 27, <laughs> Bengals 3. <laughs> hey, at least you gave them 3. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, they are. The Bengals are limping into to this end of the season, and, and in ca- it, in the case of Joe Burrow, quite literally for the next year. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, and I feel so bad. They were, I mean, they weren't close or anything, but uh, they have a yeah, little couple promising weeks, and you know, I I just hope they don't waste waste T Higgins and waste. You know, this is like last year for AJ Green. You know, just they're going to have to retool a little bit. I just don't know, you know, how how long that's going to be. It's going to be tough. It's not going to happen. Not under Zach Taylor. Get a new <laughs> coach in there. Then I will take the rebuild a little bit seriously. Well, and until then, I'm not doing it. So we have lots of action going out there. It is Monday, so you can go to BetMGM. They're sponsored by the same sponsor as our show, Jamie Foxx. And they have the Money Monday Club. They have great odds on all the Monday night games. 
I encourage you to get in on them. Like tonight, they have a boosted odd for Baker Mayfield, two touchdowns plus 175, which is pretty good odds there. And you know what? They will actually match your deposit with the code WALKON20. So I encourage all of our listeners to go check out BetMGM. They, They have the best specials. They have the best lines. You can prove this all by looking at the different calculators available on the Props Network. And if that's not enough, if putting on a great odds bet on Monday night isn't enough to persuade you, they will match your deposit up to 100%. $500 limit with code WALKON20. And I will advise you guys that you must be 21 or older to bet online. And if you have a problem with it, call 1-800-GAMBLER today. So we have some great things coming up in the future. We have a deep dive for Wild Wednesday. I'm already doing my homework. And we're going to talk through all the conference championship games with Eli Sayers and then give you a few other tips for the weekend. And then I believe I've I've not fully greenlit it with Sam yet. I think we might be doing a home and home with Jamoke to Ooh. preview the NBA season that is starting so suddenly. I can't wait right. to get yelled at by two people about the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be good though. They're gonna, they're ganged up on you, but it's gonna be fun. Yeah, everyone's going to be ganging up on me. I'll feel like T.J. Watt rushing the passer. <laughs> or, in, you know, in, in honor of today, I'll feel like Miles Garrett rushing yeah. the passer. Yeah, getting held and no one's calling it. Yeah, so Sam is down with the home and home, so that should be on. We've got a great slate of content coming through for the rest of the season, for the rest of the year. I'm stuck in my apartment. I'm not seeing my family, but I will see to it that you make a profit on your holiday gambling. So to join in for that journey, hit subscribe on the Props Network page. Watch the walk-ons on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and join along for the party with me and Brian Allen Mitchell. Yes, good fun, Joel. Have a good day, my friend. Well, we've had enough fun here. I've got to go take <laughs> the dog to do her business. Oh. And then I've got to attend to my finals week. So for the Props Network and Brian Allen Mitchell, this is Joel Walkowski walking off. <laughs>